Welcome back to the Two Promises Podcast. Let's dive right into another exciting adventure with BD and crew as he pursues his new passion of one day finding the most epic bourbon. The Two Promises team send their special thanks to Hobie and the Huckleberries for their masterful theme music. So grab a glass, relax, and enjoy responsibly. Baby says she'd leave it if I don't stop drinking wine. So I switched to whiskey and I'm feeling fine. Drinking that smooth, smooth whiskey. No more wine. I like straight bourbon. Oh, baby, you try to ride. Again, learning experience. I'm testing some new waters. I'm entering some different spaces psychologically physically mentally spiritually whatever it's been a crazy run very crazy run so i want to also thank peeps at achieve results now podcast it was great being on you guys show thank you for helping me getting into this mindset this mental state this flow state because again i was expecting it to be just a mediator just a little bit of a glue a little adhesive to kind of put these beautiful stories together that we all have that we all share and i just wanted to just like find a couple good stories see where i can help see how i can turn that into a package and see how i can just put that in a rick house how can i make some whiskey out of this situation that was a beautiful story emily moving from whatever situation in her life that she was moving from or combination of situations to a new city where she had a few friends. She had some, you know, history there from her time in service, her life, her whatever. Right before inner shutdown, lockdown, security measures, security countermeasures. On a women of prayer, she bought a boat she'd never seen that was at auction that happened to be strategically placed to solve a lot of problems for her in the short term once she arrived, but also was a problem itself. She'd never seen it. She just heard it described by yours truly. And who really trusts that guy's judgment in certain things, in certain contextual situations, especially with the history we have. We grew up together. We have pictures of us in diapers together in a crib. And she said it herself, and I. this is why I wanted her to tell the story, because she tells it with her energy, with her unique vibe, with her unique passion. And she's like, I don't know if you know BD, like I know BD, but he gets just as excited about a shoestring as he does about boats. So I really don't know. He says it's a fixer-upper, but I really don't know what I'm walking into, girlfriend. And so, like, this is her, but she does it way better, obviously. I'm not her. But this is a story I wanted to capture. Meanwhile, she's been working this job kind of in one of those high-risk areas. But we didn't know it was a high-risk area at the time because we were learning about everything. So she's a manager and she's like gotten through the management duties, leadership, the stuff that we just talked about with the Achieve Results Now podcast. And how difficult of a situation that is, how uniquely difficult it is, especially whenever you're undervalued, especially when you're not being compensated the way you need to for holding so many things together. So she was sick of holding things together there. She wanted a change. Great company, great people. She loved all of that. Great lily pad, whatever you want to call it. Great place of refuge, great 
cover, you know, camouflage, concealment, whatever, a good place to land. But it wasn't the right place at that time. So she took a leap of faith, and oh my goodness, as soon as she leapt, like as soon as the plane touched the ground in San Diego, it's like, poop! You're in a new world now. Whatever you thought you had about reality, whatever vision you had, it's different. You are now in San Diego in a new place, and the weather is terrible. You're on a boat. I know you spent time in San Diego, but you probably didn't spend very much time in marinas. Probably didn't know about the marine layer right there where that particular peninsula jets out and the right environmental conditions happen quite frequently so that even if there's blue skies other parts of San Diego, right there, that place warms up slowly. Takes a while for the marine layer to blow up, to burn off. Oh, and I know some things about marine layers, about being cold and wet and miserable and sandy, and chafed, and shivering, and hot, and passionately burning with anger, and wildly uncomfortable, and literally everywhere, so that since everything is, you only feel certain things, and you're just trying to get warm, or feel something, other than just the scraping, or the aching, or the poking of your uniform, or Whatever it is you're carrying. And that sun does not want to cut through those clouds. So you shiver a little bit more. You quake a little bit longer. And that's when Big Patrick walks in. And again, they tell the story way better. But I'm very technologically... Uh, behind the times <laughs> so because it took me so long and I had to bounce to a different lily pad if you will or shelter myself in a different little vessel because I don't know maybe I burned the wrong boats at the wrong time or oh I found myself in a life raft or a plane or whatever and then now I'm here and we're getting it together and I have the microphone that I think mostly works according to industry standards or whatever I certainly hope it's still recording and it is <sighs> breath of fresh air hopefully it's actually doing what it's supposed to do okay cool not gonna dwell on that there we are so sun is cutting through the clouds i'm telling you right now it's happening this is the sun cut cutting through the clouds big patrick steps in just knows just knows just knows that the boat that was across the way from him that used to belong to a few different people and relationships in our community through the years moved and is now on the same actual stretch of dock just on the other side of the main pier or whatever walkway thoroughfare you get the picture trying to paint it for the maritime folks and the non-maritime folks and you know what i also have a little bit of word salad with terminology and jargon because of all the stinking tide pools i've been swimming in lately and forever Whatever. You get what I'm saying. Isolation. Big Patrick knows that that got moved. That boat got moved. And it's within walking distance to him. It does not take much effort from him to, as a good battle buddy would do, good shooting buddy would do, well, you know, if there's somebody over there that could 
know, use a little nudge, a little mental health touch point, a little help, then I'm in a spot where I can do it, what I can, when I can, why wouldn't I? All he knows is uh, the boat got moved, new owner's going to be a liveaboard, hasn't really seen the boat, and just happens to be acquainted or friends with uh, somebody that he, he called friend. And I'm grateful for that. So he went over, didn't know what to say, didn't even know much other than a name and whatever, was she even in there, but she was supposed to be there, according to, you know, the scuttlebutt, if you will, that's the small talk and gossip, for those of you that might not be schooled up on some of the old naval terminology, and he just, let me find some, I don't know if I have anything that will sound like her haul, let's try a couple things, whiteboard, corkboard combo. Maybe. I don't know exactly the intensity, but what I do know is it could have easily been confused as maybe some unknown lines being scraped across the deck because so many things were thrown on that sailboat in its move and change of ownership while she wasn't there to see it. And she'd never really lived on a boat before. That was an all-new experience. What are all these sounds that she's been hearing for the last few days as she comes to the realization that San Diego is not what she expected, or was it? Was that a friend? Was that a fear? Was that a doubt? Was that a worry? What is it? Hey, Emily? Yeah? How you doing? You, uh... You in a good headspace? And the timing for her, that at just that moment, as she sat there in the fog in the marine layer in the not-so-sunny San Diego and the whale's vagina and the... all these things to all these people and all these things to her and it wasn't what she expected and wasn't what she signed up for, but she's there. And you know, she had that dream and she took action and by golly, she did it against all odds, in spite of the resistance, in spite of the changing tides of this whole socio-political climate, this whole wild thing we call life. And she just ran. She flew, she soared, she danced, she did all these little things as she pirouetted across the sky from city A to city B. Magic carpet touched down. Marina, San Diego. Point Loma, good area, beautiful area, beautiful people, unique pattern of life, let's call it. Her response, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. And I'm sure inside her head was some TikTok video about being bored in the house board or like, we're doing it. We're like doing it. Look at us. We're doing it. Yeah. And she's doing whatever weird dance she's doing in her freaking sailboat or some poof. Anyway, so she's getting into her good self-talk mode, right? And uh, Patrick's like, okay, cool, good, thanks. Nice to meet you, I guess, as he trails off to work or whatever daily let's just say struggle, was in store for him. He was prepared for. He was ready. He met it with grace. He always does. Big Patrick. I can't wait for you guys to really meet Big Patrick. 
I think he's just like me. We're just trying to find his voice. I'm trying to find my voice. He's helping trying to help me find my voice. And uh, I think eh, we I think we got it worked out. I think we got it worked out. And when you guys meet Big Patrick, you guys are going to just fall in love with this. Oh, I want to say so many things, but don't want to steal his thunder. I want him to be properly introduced as best I can. And the longer we have to go without a reunion, the harder that's going to be for me and the more things I'm going to let slip out to influence the listener's judgment. So, I don't know. Time will tell. Time will tell. It always does. So, how did we get here? And in this little journey, I find it fitting. I find it classic irony. What do you want to call it? Universal irony? I don't know. That in my attempt to not be a one-man show, in my attempt to share this vision of collaborative storytelling, of us sharing this story of me figuring out America again, trying to learn about whiskey, trying to learn about wisdom, trying to learn about life, trying to learn about how this all works. What parts do we have here in America, in the world? How do they work together? How does this work? How has it changed in the last 14 to 20 years? Because let's face it, I mean, my real growing up, coming of age, adult learning experience was untraditional unconventional I was learning how to do and pay taxes and register vehicles while I was in seer school or deployed or in really weird and interesting like combat type mission scenarios real or training it doesn't matter it was a weird world to be a part of And boy, did I have a unique flavoring, a unique spice blend of diversity of experiences in my career. Very, very interesting. Very grateful for those experiences. Very traumatized by those experiences. Very pained by those experiences. Very amused by those experiences. We need it all. We need it all. And whenever I started asking myself some hard questions of what I was going to do and how I was going to do it, how I was going to continue to make an impact, how I was going to continue to help people, whether they could help themselves or not, I um, asked myself some tough questions and I had to answer, give myself some very tough answers. Very tough answers. But um, we did it. And... I find myself, instead of having a three or four different voices in this living room type boat, salon, feel, vibe, atmosphere that I wanted to create for our audience, and maybe for myself, and maybe for my friends, I find myself the same place I found myself when I started a few months ago on this project when I was getting into mindset and flow state to start recording. I thought I was alone. And I was like, yeah, I guess it's fitting. Cosmic karma. Here I am on this mission to find this new 
ridge line to explore this new territory and try to help the world. And oh, woe's me, nobody wants to listen to me. Nobody wants to help me, oh fiddlesticks. Oh, bah humbug, all bummer. It's just me. Oh, it's just me. Me and my lamp. I love lamp. I got my lamp. I can do it. That's all I need in my life. Oh, I'm beating. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. Nobody wants to listen to me. But in that, and I came down here to record, but I'm like, you know what? I'm positive. I'm in a good mindset. I'm in a good headspace. I got my little training wheels on this morning with uh, a dialogue-type podcast or a conversation-type podcast, and it was so well-designed, so well-orchestrated. People there are so professional and so good at what they do that it was just like the little bump that I needed. And I mixed my coffee in the morning and I tried to like channel the good, positive, therapeutic energy, raw, authentic energy with just the right amount of pain that, yeah, we might be ripping off a couple band-aids here, but it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. So that's what I'm trying to do as much as I can. And I'm not alone. You're not alone. We never have been. We probably never will be unless we're just really awful people. And if you don't ask yourself some of those hard questions before you get there, Listen to this podcast and every podcast and every voice and everything that you could think might be telling you something and challenge everything you think about yourself and the world and everything around you and figure out some place to start that aligns with something that you can be sustainable and consistent in, whatever anchor points you need to find, core values, ideologies, friends, relationships, but don't make them toxic. That's the hard part. Don't make them toxic. In my epic struggle against toxicity and my desire to just fight it so hard, it is an epic struggle to not create epic levels of toxicity as well. So I love it. I love it that we're uh, getting this time together, getting this time to chat, connect, communicate, and start laying this foundation for this little uh, this little public house that we're building to where we can come together and we can have our story time. We can have our socialization. Socialization. We can philosophize. We can talk about some of these big concerns that are troubling us, that are troubling the world, that are plaguing our minds, that are confusing our relationships. Just a little step back, just a little step out, a little offset, but the right environment to just Breathe. No dangers. Only the ones we create. Only the ones we allow to be there. Nothing to be afraid of. Just a few people sharing a beverage. Yeah, I started my morning with a little kick. A little bit to liven, liven me up, you know, get my senses going. I got a little coffee, a few different blends, some whiskey, experiment, let my creative juices start flowing, let my brain kind of ponder a puzzle of does Bushmills make the best Irish coffee? I didn't have whipped cream. I don't know. I still need to figure it out. Now, did I have the right coffee? Well, shoot. I don't know, but I can relate to, you know, The Last Samurai whenever 
Tom Cruise's character was talking to the epic warrior leader about what he was going to do whenever all this was said and done, whenever whatever invading force was about to take him over and kill his warrior class and his warrior culture and everything they believed in and the empire that they were sworn to protect that they felt was turning their back on them. And when Tom Cruise, a willing captive in a war because he was trying to avoid some of his own wars, some of his own personal destructions, real, imagined, fabricated, self-made, environment-made, all of the above. But here he finds himself, his values, his shift, worldview, perspective, whatever you want to call it. And now he just wants to help. He wants to help them live. He wants to help tell their stories. And the response from the warrior who had been doing it his whole life on that ground, on those terms, and he saw the disillusionment, the coming of age, the everything crumbling around him and his whole world system changing around him in real time. And how alone he must have felt and how he had to deal with it. And he wanted to just go down to the simple things. And he said, hmm, I don't know. Maybe I'll learn how to brew the perfect cup of tea. Pause there. Pause there. Maybe take a sip. Reflect on that one. Who wants to go there? How deep, how far, how fast? Ooh, maybe I'll brew the perfect cup of tea. And for me right now, that perfect cup of tea is a moving target because it depends on my environment and my needs and what I'm going to need to survive and thrive through at any given period of time. So in this is a mixture of superfoods, protein, coffee i've been working on like an intermittent fasting thing and reducing sugars but i've gotten back to pseudo fight weight where i'm like feeling good about myself my body my conditioning so that breeds more confidence i think we talked about a little nugget like if you're not comfortable with the environment around you whatever you're wearing isn't comfortable for you then you're not going to be confident in it and whenever you need to be confident at very unique times every little bit counts and every little bit helps and some of these were lessons that I learned slowly over time, over time because I'm always a form versus function type guy. But now I'm recognizing the beauty of the balance between form and function. I'm trying to maximize those in just about every situation while also giving back, growing something that will create a great good. So, and grace. Do I need to be intermittent fasting perfectly all the time? No, I gave myself that grace, and I'd love to talk about the intermittent fasting topic because it's been so life-changing for me based on how I did it to beat my unique lifestyle and needs. And I think that because of the versatility that I require for me based on my very mobile, very lived in many cultures, 
ate many types of food, sustained myself off of very interesting combinations for long periods of time, and maintained a certain level of fitness to keep myself and other people safe and through it, getting people through it, not just doing it, but getting through it in the best possible mental, physical, and psychological state as one could reasonably hope for. So, trying to take care of my physiological needs, putting good nutrition in me. And I'm sure that's going to be something different for everybody based on what their needs are, what their workflow is, what their physical demands are, mental demands are, psychological demands are, spiritual demands, whatever you want to call it, all of them. But I want to help. I want to add the unique experiences that I've had on doing that and see what works for somebody else. Put that in a, in a little whiskey barrel. Throw it in with some other ingredients. Put it on the freaking Rickhouse shelves. See what comes out. See how it ages. See who likes that distinct flavor. And it's going to be different for everybody. So why don't we come one, come all. Grab yourself some freaking wood. I got a match and some freaking stuff to set that bad boy on fire. Let's make some barrels. And let's just start making some freaking whiskey. Who cares what it turns out at? Just let's start throwing some ingredients in. Just go get the ingredients. You guys, all of you, us, me, everything. I'll freaking light the fire. I'll freaking put a couple pieces together here and there. I can't, I can't tell you how much whiskey I can make right now or how involved in the process I can be because I'm putting out my own fires. I'm growing through a lot of my own psychological hurdles right now because I've had space to breathe and time to heal and weird things bubble up. And I don't know when I'm going to be able to perform what function in life that I need to to be just a human on this ride. So it's going to be weird. It's going to be wild because that leads us back to we're not alone. We've never been alone. Even if we think we're alone, like whenever I started just like, oh shoot, like now it's time for me to sound the alarm. The freaking people at the bridge didn't listen. The maintenance people didn't listen. The freaking maintenance room, the aft steering, the freaking the freaking waiters, the freaking musicians. Nobody listened. Nobody told me that we were about to freaking hit this iceberg, that the freaking Titanic was about to crash. And now I'm just like yelling it and screaming it at the top of my lungs to anybody that will hear it. And now mass panic has set in and everybody wonders if I'm crazy, if they're crazy, if who's crazy, if the ship is actually sinking. Is the ship sinking? I don't know. Is the ship sinking? Who's shipping? Whose ship? Is it my ship? Is it your ship? I don't know what's going on. Breathe. 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 We've all been here together. We just might not have been communicating on the right frequencies. Might not have been sending the right signals at the right time, but now we're present. Those taps. Those taps are us. Those taps are our neighbors. Those taps are the knock on the hall of Emily's boat. Great bones. Great story, that boat. A tap by Big Patrick, BP, maybe, Just throwing it out there. A signal. That's all of us together. We're here. We're in it together. Let's make it the best ride possible. Let's have fun. Grab a cocktail. Let's throw the lines off. You know, let's go play and see what's out there. So thank you guys for joining me. Thank you for 
coming here into BD Studios for production cut number one. I'm really excited about what we have in store, all the new coastlines and seas that we can explore and adventure in together. So let's go. I'm going to take a pause here and then let's get ready for uh, recording the next little tidbit. Thank you again and I'll see you soon. Bye. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us today on this curious roller coaster of life. If this is your stop, please exit peacefully and enjoy the rest of your day. If you're ready for another one, just push play. Just a final note before you go. Thank you. And thank you for feeling. The distillation and aging process is different for everyone. I'm not quite sure what you're ready for. Sip slowly and enjoy responsibly. Oh,